Hey everyone, welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Adam and the lovely Liza. Hey guys. Oh my gosh, hey. I got lovely Liza. Lovely Liza. Oh, I, works. I love alliterations. I'm so glad you do. Lovely Liza and awesome Adam. Oh, I like that. Oh. And so, um, says t- terrific, terrific Tony. Tony. There you go. So it's just a, it's a very small small group tonight, and uh, we're going to talk about World Showcase favorites. Yes, I love the World Showcase. It's a must-do on my list. I have to go. And and what's not to love? I enjoy the cultures uh, of multiple nations. And but mostly pr- America. But mostly America, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong park, sorry. And considering that most of the front of the park is being torn up, the World Showcase is, is pretty much devoid of construction right now, so that that's a good thing. With the exception of France. Yeah, France is, uh, but it's for a good cause, so I'm okay with that. So, uh, where do we want to start? Let's see, we have restaurants, we have uh, table service, quick service, snacks, stores, merchandise locations, restrooms, we could talk re- favorite trash cans, hmm. favorite entrance, although there's, I guess there's only one entrance in the World Showcase. Well, there's two. In the World Showcase? Three. Well, it depends on what you're considering an entrance. So you could go either towards the Canada or you could go towards Mexico or you well, could go to the back entrance. To I, I, I was thinking park exit, actually, as an entrance exit. So just the International Gateway. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So I, I guess that's my favorite uh, exit. But let's let's start <laughs> with something that uh, everyone enjoys. And, and I know the three of us enjoy eating. So let's go with our favorite uh, table service restaurant. And we will let ladies go first. So uh, Liza, take it away. Oh, my gosh. There's so many good restaurants here. It's really hard to choose just one that's like the best. If I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Via Napoli because... Not only is it a great value, I thoroughly enjoy the pizza, and I like the atmosphere in there, and I like how it's tucked back in Italy, and it's the best part of that pavilion, in my opinion. Okay, and what is your favorite dish when you're there? I always get the pizza. I always get a make your I get a make your own pizza pizza. I always want to get the salad to share with everybody, but nobody ever wants to do it. And then I'm like, well, dude, this is like a giant salad because it's big. It's supposed to be for multiple people. And then I can't really take it back with me because I'm never going to eat it. Because you know how salad no. is. It's not a next day th- kind of a thing usually. I don't know. But I'm always really wanting that salad too with my pizza. But alas, it has not happened yet. Well, if we ever go together, I will gladly split the salad with you because I love my greens. Oh, good. I do too. I love it too. I'm, well, that would be great. I would take you up on that. I would be ready to do that. Excellent. And Adam, how about you? What is your go-to table service restaurant? Via Nap was going to be mine. Ah, sorry. But that's okay. That's okay. So having said that, since I think the one of the better ones on property was taken, I'm going to go with one that isn't as popular, but I, li- I just like the way it's set up. I enjoy the food because it's fairly normal to what I'm used to. And that would be San, An- San Angel Inn. Oh, no. The indoor restaurant. I just, I like the darkness Mm. in the Mexico Pavilion. It's like you're at night, but you really aren't. It's quiet in there for being with a lot of people. At least for me, it's quiet. And I do enjoy a good, you know, Mexican type, Americanized version of food. That is like a thought out patio dinner. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some people prefer a patio patio dinner. Do you know what a patio dinner is? Y'all hit me up no. if you know what a patio dinner. Patio dinner. It's like, okay, <laughs> it is 
a frozen meal that you would buy in the grocery store, kind of like a lean cuisine or something, but it was a Mexican brand. It was called Patio. Or maybe it was Patio. I don't know how to say it in Spanish, but it was, that's what it was. And it had the little compartments with the beans and the rice and the enchilada, and you just put it in the microwave and then you take it out and then that's what you eat. And that's what that food is reminiscent of. Hmm. I did. I I have eaten there multiple times because I love Mexican food, and every time I have been so disappointed. It's been like a sad plate of despair. Adam, do you know what the best thing about uh, the favorites show is? I get to say what my favorite is. It can be your favorites, <laughs> and nobody can say I'm wrong. Maybe, That's right, Adam. It's your favorite. That's fine. Well, it's not my favorite because my favorite was taken. Oh. It is. <laughs> It is a next, it is a, you know, a second tier. Listen, there's a whole bunch of good food in the World Showcase, but I just, sometimes it's more than the food. It's the atmosphere. It's the vibe you get. It's the people. And for the most part, everybody in everywhere in Walt Disney World is nice to you, but I I just, I don't know. Except Liza. No, that's not Liza Liza says you're essentially eating dog food. It's a patio. It's a frozen dinner. Did you like the food? Have you ever gone to Chili's or Panera? That's all packaged and pre-made too. It's not like real food anymore. Well. But Adam, I'm glad that you like the sonnet and hell in. It's pretty in there. I mean, it's nice. It's cute. It's cute. Tony, what's yours? Mine is, uh, once again, you know, like Adam, uh, well, like Adam's choice because this was his second choice, but I like uh, a nice uh, food. Uh, I'm nothing, I'm, I don't like fancy. I don't like, you know, I don't like Chefs de France. I don't like anything extravagant. I like Teppanito. Mm. You know, I've said it before. I like a nice hibachi meal. It's very simple. It's rice. It's chicken. It's vegetables. There you go, plain and simple. Little salad. See, I see, Liza. I do the salad. Yes. Little gin, little ginger dressing. I love ginger dressing. It's it's a meal. It's a show. It's commu- a community table. So you generally make some new friends while you're eating. You know, they might not be lifelong friends, but at least it's a it, it's someone to talk to while you're dining. So I go to Tepanito for the experience. That takes care of table service dining. How about let's skip quick service and let's go to the fun stuff. Let's go to snacks. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's tear it up for snacks. And I, I will start this one. And if I eat in Japan, I usually come out of there and I get a kakigori, which is shaved ice with flavoring. Um, Discuss this. It's it's a nice set snack. Once again, it's simple and it goes very well with uh, with a Mickey bar. So uh, kakigori followed by a Mickey bar is is my go to snack. It goes and, well uh, with it. It goes well with it. Yeah, you t- one hand, one in each hand. <laughs> I can't I can't even picture that. But maybe so. Look, what flavor are you gravitating toward? Cherry and or tangerine. Oh, I should. I want to try the tangerine. I highly recommend it. Because I got the cherry before, and I was like, eh, I'm underwhelmed by this. But the tangerine, and I think they have a melon flavor as well, which I was interested in. They do. Not had it. Sometimes I'll go with the rainbow if I'm really feeling it. Okay. How about you, Adam? What is your go-to snack? Well, I'm going to go with two. School bread in Norway. It's not really a snack. It's more like a pastry, which to me isn't really a snack. It's like a meal. It's like either breakfast or a dessert. But it's like a, it it honestly reminds me of a pastry you'll get at an Italian bakery around here in the Northeast. And it's got your cream, Bavarian style cream. I know I'm getting the words wrong, but don't get mad at me. That's what it reminds me of. It's like an Italian Bavarian type donut. Even though it's from Norway. Yeah, I get it. It doesn't make any sense. But 
I like it. And then I just love to have in France a baguette. I know it's just bread. The quick service there, you can just get a hunk of bread and just walk around and eat it, which, you know, this way you're burning off the carbohydrates that you're consuming with the bread. If you're going to get grit bread, wouldn't you just rather have a pretzel? You know, the pretzels in Germany, they are good. Mm-hmm. They're they're not cheap, though. They're like maybe $10 they're each. Really they're big, huge. Though. They're huge. But the problem with a pretzel that I find is sometimes you don't get lucky and you get a stale pretzel or a semi-stale pretzel. That's true. And don't you see another issue with the mustard and how you're supposed to distribute these packets oh. of mustard while you're walking with a pretzel? Yeah, it's not set up. You really need a cup of mustard to dip, but that requires two hands. And I am a big fan of walking and eating. I love to walk and eat. I don't like to sit and eat or stand and eat. I like to just keep walking and going to the next step because I feel like I'm like killing two birds with one stone. I'm eating and I'm getting to my destination. So people have said there's something wrong with me. You could uh, hit me up on the page if you agree or disagree. I just like to be able to walk and eat so food items that are messy or require napkins or dipping don't always work uh-huh. the walking and the eating so adam if it makes you going. if it makes you feel any better i 100 percent agree with you Aww. you you got it you got to stay on the on the go mm-hmm. you got to get to that next fast pass you can wait you know later when you get to your resort you can have a little seat exactly keep moving forward speaking, speaking of moving forward speaking of moving forward exactly Miss Liza, what about you? Okay, so everybody already knows. Caramel cooch. <laughs> everybody knows the caramel coochie. <laughs> everybody knows I want the caramel corn. I get it every time. But I'm going to say a different snack. Although, you know, caramel oh. corn is its always going to be my favorite. Everybody knows that. But here's another snack that I always want to get. And I usually get it. It's rice cream. And it is in the Norway Pavilion in the Kringle Bakery. But right by your school bread. But it's like this little cup of rice pudding, and it's got like oh. a strawberry sauce on the top. But it's not like so sweet that it's going to kill you. It's a real subtle <laughs> sweetness to to it. It's really subtle. It's not, you know, making your glands swell up because the sugar is so intense. Like the cupcakes that they have. But it's so good. And I do enjoy a ri- I will. See, I never had rice pudding before. And then I had, <gasps> I never had oh. it before. And then I had that. And I have been chasing this rice pudding forever trying to find an equivalent to it around and I can't of course I tried to make it at home and of course it was a disaster I mean it was horrible I'd throw out a whole pot of rice stuff away rice pudding is um, not easy to make and it's a, it's a fine line between success yeah and not so much oh mine was not so much it was awful i was like this is inedible and i'm really upset because i bought all this stuff i bought a i bought like a real vanilla bean you guys that's like serious one of my mother's friends makes rice pudding and it's excellent but i won't get it anywhere else because i know it's not going to be as good as the way this woman makes it so i just kind of skip it i'd be interested in that yeah she does a good job i'm interested that's a good snack but is it a snack you're going to want to eat when it's really hot outside. Oh, yes. I'm just curious. Oh, yes, because it's cold and it's refreshing. Okay. Isn't it like too dairy, too milky? No. It's it's so subtle. It's like, it's not right. crazy rich at all. And that's why I really like it because it's a lot of the snacks you'll find, and even my 
beloved caramel corn. It's so sugary. It's like, it's hard to take it. You know, it's like, there's, well, yeah. for me, I can't do too, too much sugar. But like, I like cocky gory too because it's not like crazy sweet. It's like a subtle sweetness that's, it's good. That rice cream, it's worth a shot. If you like rice pudding, I say go for it. Check it out. You know, as, as an aside, I've been described as a subtle sweetness. That's <laughs> right, Tony. You are a subtle sweetness. And uh, let's let's move back to dining. And if you're going to go quick service, Adam, where do you go? I thoroughly have been enjoying, and I might butcher the pronunciation of this, so I do apologize. The France Pavilion. Boulangerie Patisserie. Boulangerie Patisserie. I like that they got the sandwich sandwiches are good. Their desserts are good. Their people there are very nice. I just love the experience. I did breakfast there for the first time. It is open for breakfast, even before technically the World Showcase opens. I knew that it did. I just never got over there. And when I was there with Bridget and Mark, hi guys, miss you. We did. We went over there and I was like, she said, do you want to go eat breakfast at in uh, France? I was like, yes, of course. I started crying because I'd never done that. It's just really, I like the, the setting. You're sort of like seating in like a warehouse type thing. It's kind of weird with the stored shelves right there, but then you can also go outside or you can walk and eat like I like to do sometimes. So the best part about that is if you're leaving the World Showcase, you can grab stuff to go there. And if you're in the boardwalk area resorts, you just walk to your resort and then you have your food from right there. It's perfect. They give you a bag and box it up it's like you know takeout it's great so that's my favorite excellent uh, or as we say in france très bon i'm a i'm a bilingual uh, illiterate um, <laughs> eliza how about you okay so my favorite quick service is tangerine cafe i absolutely love it i do wish the seating was a little bit better but they do have the little walkway towards the back and there are some random tables back there you could you know, theoretically bring your tray back there and eat. I'm going to interrupt. That is in the Morocco Pavilion, correct? Yes, that's in Morocco Pavilion. and It's not in the Florida Pavilion? No. No. Tangerine Cafe? <laughs> yeah, they must grow tangerines over there, I guess. I'm not really sure why they would call it that. Unless they've got a tangerine town. But I do know that for the money, it's, I mean, you can split that plate. So I'm always looking for a deal. And my mom and I could easily get full splitting one of those meals like easily because you get big pieces of pita bread if you get the lamb which i do enjoy the lamb i know some people are weird about chris i was weird about (laughs) eating lamb but i like lamb so you know i'm like the vegetarian that eats meat sometimes but it's pretty good but sometimes i'll get the veggie plate and it's still a lot of food. It's very filling. I couldn't eat it by myself. There's a term for that, by the way, and I heard this. Maybe I heard it from you. A flexitarian. Well, that sounds like something totally different. I know, but a flexitarian is a vegetarian for the most part, but they're willing to flex and have some meat. Yeah, because I'm not eating meat most of the time for an ethical reason. It's just because I typically don't enjoy eating meat, really. It's mm-hmm. not my, I don't really like it that much. But on occasion, I do like a lamb or a chicken or a beef. Or like a nice meatball. It, it depends. I'm, I'm kind of weird about those. Oh. It depends. Right. It depends. Right, it's fine. 
I think I'm like that too because I'm like I don't really need to eat meat if I don't have to, but you know I'll enjoy a meatball and the spaghetti or there's certain types of meat I don't like. I don't like to eat meat with bones. Not to get off topic yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we're off. But I don't. I don't like bone meat either. I'm like, no, nope, not doing that. I don't want to see it. So uh, speaking Excellent. of bones, tell so, me what's your favorite. Well, before I get into that, let me just say that um, tangerines are an orange-colored citrus fruit. Yeah, we knew um, that. Based on the Mandarin orange, and the name was first used for fruit coming from tan- Tangier, Mex- uh, Tangier, Morocco. So, oh. tangerine is a Mandarin orange from Morocco. Oh, I love okay. that. That's really cool. Well, that that explains it then. Oh, and they have a great tea there. They've got this iced tea, and they put fresh mint in it. Well, it's supposed to be served warm, but I tell them to give it, give me over a cup of ice and then extra ice on the side because it melts the ice because it's hot. But <laughs> it's so good, you guys. I like that mint is it, tea. Is it unsweetened? Yes, it's unsweetened. No sugar. I like a good unsweetened tea like that. Yes. In the parks. Yes. It's very a, refreshing. It's an unsweet tea that they make there. It's some kind of, I forgot the name of it. It's some kind of Moroccan tea or something, but it's stronger. It's hot, but they pour it over ice. So you get extra ice and then it makes it perfect. I'm glad you're telling me this because I'm always looking for a unsweetened tea in the parks. And I usually have to just settle for the a regular lip- gold. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they're selling in the kiosk, the gold leaf or gold, whatever it's called, I don't know. Oh, but no. um, you gotta go to go to Tangerine Cafe, get the tea. They put little sprigs of mint in it. Yeah, I'm all good with that. Yeah, and it's so now really good. now you know Adam, and knowing is half the battle. That's right. Yeah, here it is: Morocco mint tea, iced or hot. Two ninety nine. It's good. I get it every yeah. time. What a bargain! Now for me. I'm a big fan of two dishes, and that is sweet and sour chicken or Mongolian beef. Now, you're probably thinking that that's somewhere a uh, quick service in the China Pavilion. Yeah. But you would that's be, what I'm you, thinking. You would be wrong. Sunshine Seasons quick service in the Land Pavilion. Uh, but that's not a have, World Showcase. That's not a World Showcase. Oh, dang it. I was thinking Epcot. Darn you guys. <sighs> the World Showcase was closed. That's where you'd go. But it's open right now, so... Then you know what? I'm going to the American Adventure, and I'm getting a hot dog or a hamburger. Are you serious? Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they are changing that, you know, Tony Baloney. I don't like fish and chips. Canada doesn't really have quick service. Oh, well, you know what? Okay. If I'm not eating a hamburger or, or hamburger or hot dog, it's going to be La Cantina de San Angel. De yes. San Angel. Oh, I can't pronounce my genes. yeah. Fish tacos. But that's a, that's a very nice outdoor dining um, that they, I, I want to say recently put in, but it's probably been, what, four or five years now? Yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah. I like the big plate of nachos, but I always tell them, like, you guys, seriously, don't skimp on the toppings, because sometimes they skimp on them, and you got to tell them, like, please, don't <laughs> jip me on the toppings, please. Anyway, <laughs> and you tell them, and they'll, they'll hook it up, but they have this indoor seating area that is just really big and people just skip it just sit outside it's like they don't think they can go in there i prefer to sit outside as long as it's nice i don't like the uh, indoor seating part well if it's hot and it's in july i'm sitting inside i agree with liza if it's if i'm sitting down to eat i want to eat comfortably and if it's too hot um i don't want to be out there if it's a nice day though and the breeze is blowing over the lake then i totally get it like i like to sit outside when it's a nice day adam what is your favorite spot to buy something 
Well, I don't really buy much <gasps> because I just don't feel necessary to have all the trinkets. I do like, I don't have the official names for all this. I do apologize, but I like the shopping in the UK pavilion, especially like where the yeah. toy store is That's cute. and the the store where they've got the big book of old fashioned names and you got to try to find your name to figure out where your family comes from. That would be the crown and crest. Yes, and they've got the sports stuff, the soccer teams, or as they call them over there, football. That would be in the sportsman shop. Yeah, I like all those connected stores. There is now a meet and greet for Winnie the Pooh. You used to be able to just look to the window and see Christopher Robin's bedroom. But now you can actually meet and greet Winnie the Pooh in there, which is cool. And then eventually we'll be getting a Mary Poppins something. We're not sure what it is. There's a lot to look at in that store. It stores plural. All right. Liza, how about you? Okay, so hands down, my favorite shopping is in Mitsukoshi in Japan. That department store, it supposedly takes up like 10,000 square feet, which is pretty big. I mean, it goes far back. It winds back. and Until they, until they took a part of it away. Oh, yeah. Well, they put that new Takumi Te restaurant in I don't there, think the they signature took dining. They took enough. All they right. did take enough, and they should have taken that, but whatever. I, I have opinions on that, but that's a different show. But this um, store, it has, um, you know, it's the only North American location for this. And it's actually a chain, if you didn't know that. And the first store of this chain opened in 1673. Whoa. How insane is that? Like, Tony, you were there for the opening of that one, right? <laughs> I was. I uh, I was swaddled uh, as an infant in a papoose. <laughs> but it's cool though, and I because I love that Japanese uh, kawaii and all that cute stuff, and they have exhibits in the back, and I like the Japanese culture. I think it's really I think it's really cool, and they also have one of my favorite things to do is pick a pearl, Sunny Ichi. I have like 75 of them. I've got so many pick a pearl pearls. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with them. You should make you should a nice, nice necklace. Yeah. Have them strung. Yeah. If you want. I don't, you don't know. Have to. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm Maybe trying to a figure bracelet. It out. Yeah, I thought about a bracelet. I might do a bracelet. Or do, or do like two necklaces with just a couple for your two girls. Well, one of my girls got twin pearls. Out, and I have twins, and they one of them got twin pearls. And, oh, okay. And yeah. they're the same size, obviously. So I was thinking about making earrings. Hmm. Because they're the same pearls. They're like the same size. They're really cute. Oh, yeah, you could do. Yeah, or earrings is a good idea too. Yeah, yeah, you could do. Well, a just bunch two of, of them, stuff. but I've got a Ziploc bag full of them. Yeah, that store has got all of the Japanese cartoon stuff, Pokemon. It's even got Mario, which I'm sure will go away once when Mario and Nintendo World opens up over on Universal. But that's um, a rumor. It, yeah, well, yeah, it's a rumor, but I mean, it's coming. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I I would think that stuff's gonna that particular stuff's gonna go away. But they've got like Hello Kitty stuff there. Oh, and, they got the cutest stuff. They've got the cutest yeah. little lunchbox, bento boxes. I love chopsticks. They've got those. They've got my characters from Spirited Away, which I love that movie. It's oh, yeah. an animated movie, Spirited Away. They have those characters. It's just a cool store. If you've never been through there, take the time to walk through all the way to the back and then go check out the Kawaii exhibit in the back. It's really cool. 
It is, but just if you have kids that like to buy things, anything they see, just be careful because there's a lot of kid-friendly things there to just grab and. That's where my kids, my kids save their money for the whole trip until we they buy something from that store. Like that's where they save their money for that. They don't want any of the other Mickey merchandise. They 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 save their money for Rilakkuma and all these other Japanese characters because they're really into that. Now, see, Adam, this is where you and I differ because the minute Liza gave your restaurant choice, you you deferred to another one. I'm going to agree with Liza that the best store in the World Showcase is Mitsukoshi. Yes. I enjoy it for the kimonos, which I'm never allowed to buy. <laughs> oh. Um, the samurai oh, we, swords. Wait a minute. Which, we which need I'm never to see, allowed to buy. We need to see Tony in a kimono. Oh, oh, those pictures won't get out. Well, you could send me it. I won't send it out to anybody, I oh, promise. Okay, okay. No, no. I'll, you wouldn't do that. Uh, you no. won't post it on the Twitters. <laughs> no, of and course not. It's a great store. Uh, like Liza said, you know, it, it's a little piece of Japan here in the States. Big piece of Japan. From the toys to the clothing, uh, you know, the Pearl Ladies, they're just a hoot when when somebody opens up a, up an oyster. Oh, yeah. Um, all the way back to the back of the store where they start to get into uh, the Japanese candy, which the kids always love, because who doesn't love squid-flavored Twix or whatever Ugh. crazy hockey stuff they have there? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a great store, a rich history uh, of the Mitsukoshi line, and it, it's a great way to, on a nice hot summer's day, to go into a, a, a nice air-conditioned environment and spend a good half hour, 45 minutes. And I'm not a big shopping guy. You know, I like to get in and get out, but when I go into Mitsukoshi, I've got to like walk down every aisle. I've got to look at everything, and and usually in that store, Cheryl's the one who who wants me to leave. <laughs> She's scared. So, You're gonna get a kimono yeah. fitting, which they do there. Exactly, and I want those little, you know, the ninja socks with the toes, oh, so I can my wear gosh. my uh, my little Japanese shoes. I want ninja socks. Someday, if you're lucky. Next trip, we'll all go. We'll have some salad, and then we'll go uh, to Mitsukoshi. Get a kakigori. There we go. You know what I just realized? When I was there, Japan Pavilion in Epcot, not the real Japan, I needed an iced tea, and I got one at one of those kiosks out there in Japan, and it was... It tasted weird. Hmm. And I really wish I knew about this Morocco mint tea that you just told us about. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh. really good. I stop in there and I get it. Sometimes I'll just get it if I'm thirsty and I'm right next to the pavilion and nobody's in there. Because a lot of times you'll go in Tangerine Cafe, there's nobody in there. Just walk up to the counter. It's not popular, not because it's not good, just because I, you know, people generally aren't you know, willing to take risks on vacation sometimes. that's my sister. She's like, I'm not eating that weird food. That's unfortunate. Well, it's okay because there's nobody else in there and I didn't have to wait in line. But there's enough people there that I think it's going to stay. It's been there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Unless if they, like, do a a meet and greet Aladdin and Jasmine. Do not give any ideas. Say that out loud. (laughs) Well, I'm not the one that that has these ideas to do anything with. It's them. They got to, they'll figure it out. I don't know. Should we get onto attractions? Are we good? Sure. Go ahead. All right. There's a, a whole bunch of attractions. There's more than what you think. I, I, I'm i torn between the one I was going to say, but I really like the American Adventure. Yeah, I know it's long and it can be a snooze fest, but I mean, the song, America Spread Your Golden Wings, I mean, it, it, that moves you. And then the video 
with the MLK speech and the JFK speech, and, and you know, I, I do start to tear up, and I do. And it's a really comfortable seating, comfortable theater. It's got a good storyline. Mm-hmm. It does skip a good section of American history. Oh yeah, big one. But, <laughs> but, I mean, hey, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, not everybody's perfect, and America certainly is not, but it does the best we can, and I do like that. I like the pre-show area. Obviously, the Voices of Liberty are there. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I consider that part of the pre-show, because that might be its own. They might be their own attraction, but they have a walk-through museum, which you know rotates different, different exhibits. It's just a really, it's a good thing to get out of the heat. Overall, I like it a lot, American Adventure. All right. America. America. How about you, Liza? What, what's your favorite attraction? Gosh, you know, it, it used to be Maelstrom. <gasps> and then they yeah, and then they stopped it, and then they put Frozen in there. And full disclosure, I am not a fan of Frozen. I wasn't a f- I didn't understand why anybody liked it that much. I didn't understand the movie. I was like, I don't get this. It's not my uh, favorite. Let, let, let me interject right here. You don't like Frozen. No. You don't like Star Wars? No, no, no. <laughs> do you like the Muppets? I love the Muppets. Okay. Uh, do you like Marvel? No. Okay, like continue. Pixar stuff, right? <laughs> I do like Pixar stuff. Like, I like Toy yeah. Story was cute, and I saw that. And there's some Inside Disney... Out, you know, like oh, I out. hated Inside Out. It was awful. But there was there's some Disney movies that I just love. Like, I love all classic Disney. I love the classic Mickey. I like a lot of things, but the Frozen movie... It just didn't blow me away. Like, I love Moana. Like, that was great. But the Frozen movie, I just wasn't a fan. So when they decided to do this and turn my Maelstrom upside down, and they really, actually, they didn't really even do anything except overlay the original ride track. So that was kind of lame. But I don't know. So after that, and I can't really say the Mexico ride, although I do like the Mexico ride. And I'll say the Mexico ride because I ride it every time. I just kind of wish they would plus it up a little bit more here and there because I feel like it's getting a little dusty and rusty and it needs a little sprucing up. What if they converted it to cocoa like the uh, rumors have been? Or, or, you know, fan-based rumors have been. Coco, I saw that movie, and I've said it before. It was, I we were just sobbing hysterically. I cried so hard in that movie. My kids were crying. I could have used a box of Kleenex. It was bad. But I don't think the ride would make me cry like that, just because I can't imagine. Because the whole movie was just awful. It was so sad. It was just, oh, gosh, why are we doing this? Why are we here? But All right, so that would be a downer of a ride for you, then. But don't you think it would? It's like dead people. Grandma died. <laughs> kids so or grandpa or whoever all your family is gonna be passing away and then you're gonna be sitting in this and then my kids were like this is horrible and they were like crying and i'm like oh my gosh this is so bad circle of life liza circle of life i know but you know what at least with donald and Ponchito, i mean donald duck does make me laugh i mean he really does he's funny and speaking of laughing, that brings me to my favorite attraction in the World Showcase. Uh, I will agree with Liza that Maelstrom was one of uh, my favorites. Um, but if I have to sit through an attraction in the World Showcase now, it's going to be... Well, I- I'm not even sure what it's going to be now because I would have gone and sat through the Canada film because I love Martin Short. Wait, wait, wait. You mean stood through? There's no stood. Uh. No, I, I usually I sit on a railing somewhere. You do not sit on railings. That's and then the they rules. yell at me. And then they yell at me. Yeah. And a, then I fight them. A. Are you serious? 
So I pretty like, much, no, I like O Canada too. The song at the end that's I always thought was Celine Dion, but it's not. But it sounds just like her, and it would make sense it'd be her since she is Canadian after all. Right. They didn't want to pay her, I guess. They got somebody else. Yeah, pretty much for me, that attraction is all a boot Marty Short. I'm hoping he's in the new one. <gasps> There's a new one? It's being refurbed right now, so the new film will, will be debuting in 2020. <gasps> it's got to have Martin Short. You know he's, like, knighted in Canada. <laughs> I think it's uh, mounted. Well, he's something. Listen, no. what he does behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, Canadian royalty. Yeah, he he's a funny guy. And uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I didn't know. Ryan Reynolds. He's Canadian. I know. Well, you need to include uh, William Shatner in that group. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of Canadian people you didn't know were Canadian. It's kind of funny. Tony, I, I did we ever... We didn't figure out what your favorite attraction is. We're just going over the one that you liked so much, but it's not there anymore. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the last time I was there, it was O Canada in, in, the, in the Canada Pavilion. Not O Canada. Yeah, Canada. So that's your favorite. Right now, I'm going with, with Canada until I go in and see the new film. And if Mr. Martin Short is not in it, I will have to pick a new one. Oh, you have to pick a new one because Martin Short is so funny. I love him so much. And Canada is a really cool pavilion that is often walked right by and overlooked. And if you walk back there, there's all this fun stuff to look at back there. It's like a little mini, I don't know, town or something. It's They've got the gardens, the Victoria-type gardens. The, do you know? The, do you know why I walk right through there now? Why? Because, because they took video? no. Because they took away the uh, beaver tails cart that used to be there <laughs> about what, eight years ago, are, and I still what, harbor a grudge. Eight, eight years ago, you're still holding a grudge, Tony. Still, oh yeah. Come I don't on, let you it go. Give it up. I don't let it go. What's beaver tails? Uh, beaver tails is a closest thing I can come up with is is fried dough. So it's a, a fried dough concoction. It's long. It's uh, like a beaver tail, and then they put like all sorts of toppings on it, like Nutella or cinnamon and sugar, Oreo cookie crumbles. It's it's amazing. Really. And they used to make them by hand, and then they took it away, and they brought it back, and they couldn't have people touching hot oil because of, like, OSHA regulations, so they created a little machine to do it, and then they kind of went downhill, and then they took them all away completely. Oh, gosh. Well, what about the—they do the funnel cakes still. Oh, no, it's completely different than funnel cakes. Well, you said it's fried dough. No, no, that's not—it's—no, it's completely different. Okay. I'm, completely different concept. I'm going to yeah. have to look this up. You have right. to look it up. Yeah, and the other problem with Canada is, like we said before, there really is no quick service there. So you're not congregating in a central courtyard with, you know, getting a plate of food. I mean, there is the booth for food and wine, which is fine, but that's along the pathway. And if you're not going to the movie, you're not really walking into that back section anyway, past the big building. Because, you know, where the queue is in the waiting area for the movie is really cool. It's almost like you're underground and like a mine type thing with the waterfall next to it. But it, if you're not going back there, you won't see it. Oh my gosh, Tony, I want a beaver tail right now. And you don't even have uh, off-kilter to keep you in Canada anymore. That's another thing I harbor a grudge for, but that's neither here nor there. Oh my gosh, these look good, Tony. They do. The Hallmark Channel that's, has a recipe. That's why I enjoy going to Canada because they have a little little snack restaurant there called Beaver Tails that you can visit. Oh my gosh, it is Canadian. Yeah, I guess beavers are like Canadian, huh? Eh? Uh, you know how you can tell the Canadian beavers? Hmm. They wear the red and black flannel. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think with the exception of um, the last topic, which is uh, what is your favorite miniature scale train model in the World Showcase? <laughs> 
it that way. We go over bathrooms. I, I know. I was joking about the train because there's only one train model there. I know. And that's okay. why I laugh. <laughs> Adam, what is your favorite restroom that you will usually be tweeting from? The Norway restrooms. Oh, they're brand new. Hello. And they're nice. And um, they got the frying. Don't they have a frying? No, a frying pan is in the Tangled restrooms. Um, yes, that's the Magic Kingdom. Completely different park. Sorry. Sorry. Similar era. Similar continent the norway bathrooms those are the best oh my goodness liza what is your preferred restroom facility i mean that was it but i'm gonna have to give me a second here because i'm gonna try to think of a different one you go ahead the american adventure ones have recently been renovated completely and those are very nice too tony is going to go with i believe the restrooms are between germany and italy right next to is that you clicking right now, looking for them? Yeah, there's the restaurants right next to the scale model train. That is that is my favorite. Oh, oh, that little restroom over there. It's it's not little. It's it's a good size. Is it? There's some good people watching. If if you you know if you finish early, you can go over and watch the train model. <laughs> That's true. I've got three girls. I do a lot of waiting while they're all in the restroom because there's usually a line. Oh, yeah, that's there's true. There's probably only two stalls, which means, you know, they're they're in a long line, and I've got to come up with something to do. So, you know, you've got the model train. It doesn't get any better than that. Uh, no, it doesn't. And you can't be drinking because then it just has to make you go to the bathroom all over again. you got to complete the process. Exactly. Good thing, you don't, good thing you don't really shop too much, Tony, because then you'd be purchasing things all day. That is true. I'd be, under te- I'd be anyway. under teddy bear buying teddy bears. You know, it's funny, though. You have a magic band now, so that you literally have money on your wrist if you really wanted to. It's not like Cheryl can just take all the money from you. You have money on your wrist unless she takes your magic band. which But she does, does, Adam. She does. She takes uh, it all. She okay. takes it all. My, all right, Liza, the world is waiting for your response I to mean, this. honestly, the, my favorite restrooms are in the Norway Pavilion. I can't think of another right. restroom. Don't you like to tinkle in Great Britain over by the cool phone box? No, that's horrible bathroom. Is it? Yeah, all the drunkards are in well, there. Well, the women's bathroom, okay, there's not very many stalls, so you're very limited, and it's just not really well kept. People are stumbling in and out of there. I don't really care for that bathroom. I yeah, I guess my my bathroom of choice is gonna be in the Norway Pavilion. I always make a like make sure that if I'm in that area, I'm like, oop, I'm gonna stop in the bathroom because I'm like right here, and I know it's a good one. And you, when you find a good bathroom at Disney, darn it, you put that in your head and you keep it in there. That's your stops. Like, you know your stops. So that's one of my stops. I have to go there. Oh, I, I, I totally agree with you. If I'm going past that and it's one, it's on my favorites list, I'm, I'm making a quick pit stop. Yeah, it's on the favorites list. Like, you have to know where to go. There's some that I avoid, like the plague. I will not go in that one by test track. I will not do it. So that pretty much sums up our discussion of our favorites in the world showcase I, I don't know how this compares to your favorites you know give us a reply let us know what things you enjoy in the world showcase is there anything adam that you want to give an honorable mention status to or a must do when you're in the world showcase yes the shanghai disneyland preview center in the china pavilion which is where they used to have the terracotta warriors it's next to where the theater is it's basically just you know displays of what's going on in that park i think it's really cool that is good to know i didn't know that the terracotta warriors were gone i just assumed that they were still in there that makes me sad 
I'm sorry, but now it's a now it's a big commercial space for Shanghai Disneyland, so you can plan your trip. Take the trip. Hashtag. Very cool to know. Personally, for me, you know, a must must do for me when I'm in in the World Showcase, I have to watch the little Chinese acrobat teams, the little kids. It's a fun show, and some of the stuff they do is is just amazing. It is. They are amazing. It is a fun time. Okay. Well, one of the things that I always do every trip that I go is I'm always going in the Mexico Pavilion and I go walk around in that little shop down there because I really like it. And a lot of people go to... Marketplace. Yeah, in the Marketplace. And then I'll ride my Donald Duck ride. I love that shop. That's a fun one. And then when I'm in the Norway Pavilion, I'll go to the State of Church. I might walk in there. And, and then Morocco's got that little exhibit in there that you'll walk right past it if you don't know it's there. But it's two little doors with stained glass red stars on them. And you open it up. And there's a little exhibit in there of, like, antique things. I don't know. Things that they used to wear. They they actually just changed that exhibit. When? Believe it or not. It just opened today. What? What's it called? I know. I'm looking at it. I know. It's called Race Against the Sun. It shows two modern-day competitions, the Marathon of the Sands and the Rally of the Gazelles, which is apparently, like, ancient races that they do in the desert oh my gosh so they got a whole they've got a whole bunch of display stuff here i'm looking at about, it they've got a simulator yeah that's a little weird so it's like a driving simulator i guess yes it's like a driving yeah. simulator with a screen in front this is crazy this building is so small you guys like you walk in there and it's there's there there's nowhere really to go. I mean, it's just like a nice little hideaway so I can like do emails sometimes. I always like it because it's it's just so quiet in there and it's beautiful in there. But now they've put a race simulator in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Maybe it'll be It cool. is interesting. It does look cool. It probably has some kind of sponsorship deal, I'll be honest. That's why it's in there, but Regardless, you know what? Anything to showcase the culture of this nation that not too many people know of and understand, I think, is a good thing. Yeah. So and looks like you got something. Yeah, and looks like you got something new to check out next time you're there. Yeah, I guess I do. They're selling this thing called selu, which is a food that they use in Race Against the Sun with almonds and sesame seeds. And you can get it in Tangerine Cafe. I'm just not sure how I feel about this right now. There's a reason to visit the Tangerine Cafe. Well, there's always a reason for that. That's I love that place. But this is I'm going to check it out. All right. Excellent, Liza. Check that out next time you're there. Always fun to see something new in the World Showcase. And that pretty much wraps up our show this evening. Adam, uh, what social media are we out there on? We're on there Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. We're all at that simple. The Mouse and More Podcast. We like to engage as much as possible. So excellent. Reach out to us. This podcast is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. Consider us for your Disney vacation needs as well as other vacations to all inclusives, cruise lines, and other properties like Universal. If you're interested, uh, touch base with us and we can set you up with an agent to help you out. So, on behalf of Adam and Liza, this is Tony, and we'll see you next time on the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everybody. Good Good night.